Right, well, as you know, I've been pretty vocal about how much I have a disdain, a growing disdain for social media, especially when it comes to younger people and the influence it has. On the heels of those conversations, there's been a, a bevy of new lawsuits. Uh, Reuters just reporting recently that dozens of states are launching lawsuits against not only Meta, Facebook, but Instagram. And this is, of course, along with YouTube and TikTok and others. And that influence on, on not only kids, but young adults has had undue influence on the addiction, the anxiety, the depression, all kinds of things. Attorney uh, Andrew Reed joins us right now. Andrew, can you fill us in, bring us up to speed on how this has progressed and what the main points are that um, these lawsuits are alleging? Yeah, and there are a lot of them now. Uh, before tired, there's now up to 42 states that are bringing these lawsuits um, across the board. And each one of them has slightly different ways that they are presenting their arguments um, in a lot of respects. Some have, some states have data privacy laws, so they're saying they believe, based on the information that's already come to light in some of these cases, that there's information being gathered for underaged individuals that shouldn't be gathered. Others are bringing up the aspect of there's mental health issues in their state, and there's reports and information that's come to light so far out of Meta that show that they may have known about this and in some cases could have made small but significant changes that could have helped alleviate some of these issues or at least helped slow the progression of these issues down. Hmm. So what are, yeah, what, Andrew, ahead. what are the lawsuits themselves aiming in terms of for damage sake? Are they trying to prevent this from going on in the future? Or is there any kind of damages that are being claimed or restitution that might be offered? So because there's such a wide variety of states and the different claims, I will just say it is effectively all over the map. Some states are saying that they need some monetary damages because of some states are putting up so much excessive resources into helping mitigate some of these mental health issues, especially in schools and how it is affecting school-aged children. Other states are saying we want you to stop certain features um, those with data privacy laws are saying, well, there's financial reasons, but also we need an injunction for you to stop you from gathering that data. Sure. So this, these cases have significant ramifications for Meta in terms of it could change how, A, how they do their business and certain things that they have to implement. Yeah. So in the case of Meta via Facebook and, and Instagram under the same umbrella, the allegation uh, overall is that they're, they've created different kinds of algorithms that are addictive enough where it keeps them in a, in a scrolling scenario for hours and hours, oftentimes referred to as doom scrolling, right? Correct. And that's where one of the reports I read had a technologist that was commenting on it and saying that there, there should be ways for them to implement a, pro, a system or program in there that after you've viewed, for example, so many posts or so many pictures, so many videos, or after a certain amount of time, it triggers where you either have to, for example, click some things or you have to click out of one screen, go to a different screen. Mm -hmm. All There could be many different variations of how it's implemented, but it's just to stop that cycle of going through and viewing that same content. Not, not same content, but the same type of content over and over and over again. Yeah, and of course, the, the whole while they're doing that, especially in the in the younger demographic, they're becoming more and more addicted and finding more and more loopholes or rabbit holes that maybe to go down. But they're harvesting of information in the data. Is there any specificity on what kind of data they're collecting, especially from minorities, you know, not minority, like the age minority, 
that they really shouldn't have access to. I mean, that's a very vague statement. They're collecting, you know, on 13 and under, so on and so forth, without parents' consent. What kind of data could they be grabbing from a young kid? There's any number of data points out there. Um, and it, I will say, from my understanding, it's, again, all over the map because certain states do have certain things that can't be gathered for a child. For example, some states had, I believe one example I saw in one report was you can't gather any financial information. So it's one, if it's indicated that this is a child's account, if they are, even if a parent is involved and for example, lets them borrow a credit card to buy something and you can get that information, you cannot save that information. It has to be required to be input every time, things of that nature. Hmm. Um, Some of them don't allow for location tracking or even some cases, any type of demographic information other than the age of the individual. Yeah, wow. So the, like, you know, this is an ongoing saga. We've seen this show before, too, where, you know, Zuckerberg and others have been, you know, even sitting on the Senate floor being grilled about what access of information that they have and where do they share it and why is there kind of a, uh, you know, what is the monetary element of this? And it, it doesn't seem like it ever comes to an end. In fact, most of those things, I don't even know that we've ever seen an outcome one way or the other, it seems to just kind of fade away. You know about it at the time. Is there any, um, you know, I know you got to get to another interview too, and, and Dave and I have a lot to say about this. Is there any potential resolution that's even remotely on the near horizon, or is this just the, the very beginning of this whole process? Honestly, it's the very beginning. There's probably not any near-time re- resolution of this, um, just because of the sheer number of cases that have been filed now um, and the sheer number of states that are involved. However, there may be some ways, for example, putting those type of limitations, those timers, things of that nature, that's something that Facebook potentially could implement. And those are things that they could do that in the long run makes it where a lot of times they would probably go and say, some of these states, okay, that mitigates these issues. We'll get rid of these claims because you've made those changes to your system. Andrew Reid, thanks for filling us in. We appreciate your expertise. As we move on on the program, you know, Dave and I have some thoughts on this. So, look, Rieger, I, I don't I don't know that I, I am the same as every other parent, but I get pretty upset when I watch my kids, 15 and 13 especially, on the phone for hours and hours and hours, just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. They could be on the couch. They could be at the dinner table. They could be at a restaurant. They could be in the car. And sometimes yeah, I don't blame them. I mean, if you're in the car driving an hour and a half somewhere, they're just trying to occupy their time. But... I, I often wonder, I mean, when you look over their shoulder and you see what they're watching, it's some of the most idiotic stuff. I mean, this this kid is doing a silly dance. The next swipe, it's somebody pranking somebody, you know, he hits somebody in the head with a with a bag of flour. And the next one, it's some really, you know, pretty girl in not enough clothing doing... Before you know it, you're like, what in the heck are you spending all this time doing? And they're just absolutely vacuumed in, looking for the next little diamond. And when they find one that they really enjoy or it makes them laugh, they're sharing it with their friends. It seems like a really slippery slope when you talk about it, you know, two to three hours a day worth of just swiping through these clips. Yeah, you know, I have a niece um, who uh, likes to watch YouTube on the phone. That's her favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to watch regular television. She just wants to watch YouTube. And it could be any variety of things. And um, I have nephews um, who like to, you know, watch people play video games. You know, I don't know what is fun about watching somebody play a video game. I don't get it. But um, it is a uh, it's a uh, it's a trend that is uh, taken over.
you know, yeah. and I, I think that, you know, we didn't have that when we were younger and I don't want to sound like, you know, get off my lawn, yeah, old we're man, the, we're the old curmudgeons, you know, here. but, uh, you know, it, it, it is, uh, it's a, just a different, uh, a different thing to occupy their time, well, they, whether, the, whether good or bad. My boys are young enough where they just watch silly things, but my older girls, 25 and, and 19, essentially, they, you know, they watch a lot of stuff that is consistently putting them in a position where they're looking at very, very attractive women living a specific kind of lifestyle. Oftentimes, you know, behind the scenes, there's lighting and makeup and everything is very unauthentic. It's, it's you know, it's posed. It's not real. And so when I debate with them, I said, look, why are you doing this in the first place? This is why you have a negative outlook of yourself and others. And it creates a lot of self-esteem problems sometimes. And when I argue about the data being mined and harvested and all the information that they're taking, oftentimes the response I get is, well, why do I care? Why do I care what they know about me? Which I find rather alarming. And, and my oldest will tell me sometimes, yeah, but it's actually kind of good because they'll they know what I like, what styles I like because of the trends that I watch. So I, I find in my in my shopping cues and things all these suggestions, and I, I might not have found them otherwise. How is that bad? And I just say, baby, it's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, they know so much about you, and they'll continue to collect it over the next 10, 15 years. It, it's just not appropriate. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, way that um, we live life now. And it's uh, the phones, the computers, the iPads, they they control a lot. And they they do, when you talk about something, even if you're not online, yeah. it's kind of weird. You'll start seeing it show up in your um, social media for um, sure. shopping. So it's yeah. all very interesting. And I've had this pitched to me a number of times, too, by marketing companies that, you know, they tell me that if you want to find a certain kind of client, we can drill it down. And it's alarming, the stuff they tell you. I've never actually seen them do it. I've, this is something we haven't actively engaged in. But the amount of stuff they know and how specific they can get, it's pretty scary. All right, we'll be back after the break. Continue this conversation later in the hour as well.